Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. and I created this podcast talking all things well-being, what makes us feel the absolute best in ourselves and how we overcome challenges and heal with positivity and strength. In this week's episode I spoke to my gorgeous friend Tirsa who I met whilst completing my 200-hour teacher training course with Sadhana Yoga School. It was so lovely to talk to Tirsa about how yoga has come into her life and what it means for her on a personal level. We also took time to discuss the holistic nature of the course, in which we learned how to teach the physical practice of yoga, gained an understanding of the philosophical lineage of this classical tradition, and how yoga affects our lives beyond the mat. I am so excited for you to hear this conversation, and I am also super happy to say that I have now completed the course, so I am a qualified yoga teacher. I really hope you enjoy this episode. holding space for it thank you can you hear me okay yeah, I can hear you perfectly how are you doing so good how are you yeah I'm good I, the time distance is so crazy because it's obviously like the evening for me oh I know I was gonna say good morning but it's like good night for you oh, yeah <laughs> time is it means nothing these days so remind me where you are I'm in BC Canada so Amazing. Vancouver area yeah so and beautiful. where are you exactly so I'm in Surrey, which is south of England. Okay. Um, so definitely not as idyllic as <laughs> Vancouver, I don't think. But um, okay, but to you, me, like I would love to. <laughs> well, you're super welcome anytime if you visit the UK, of course. As to you, when the whole <laughs> world, you know, heals itself, we can plan something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. When travel's kind of on the cards again. Just to quickly explain for people who haven't known. Um, what me and Tears have been doing is we've been doing our 200 hour yoga teacher training course whilst in lockdown online with Sadhana <laughs> Yoga School, which has been probably one of the most amazing things that we could have done whilst being in lockdown. 
honestly. Yeah, and also just in general, just a completely amazing experience. And yeah, 35 days of real intensive work and study. And I'm kind of extending mine beyond. I, I was like, I was in the mindset when I first started, I was like, I'm going to stick to every day. I'm going to get it all done. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I definitely have, um, well, actually when I release this podcast, it will be the day I've like aimed to finish it. So hopefully when you're listening to this now, I will have finished it. <laughs> Um, but yeah. I was just thinking actually, I was, it was so nice to see you on Zoom again because obviously we've had daily calls with the rest of our, our group for so long and it's so strange not having them, isn't it? It was so nice. I mean, you've, you learned so much from each person who shared something and I just, I miss it so much. I wish yeah. we could do that every single day. <laughs> I know, it's so lovely, but we've got, so we've got this Facebook group for our yoga teacher training um, group. And it's, it's so nice because even though our course is kind of technically finished, although I still have a few, few things to do, but um, yeah, people kind of still post daily on it, kind of, I don't know, documentaries or just things they've been doing in the day. And it's so nice to see and just kind of stay with everyone. I love seeing how everyone still like across the world can stay connected over a platform. Technology is great. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I think we're often considering how technology is, in in a way negative actually it's amazing especially in with what's going on now it's it's honestly like one yeah. of the best things isn't it it's so many pros and cons yeah you're totally right it's such a good platform to like boost awareness but it can like at the same time be so toxic so it's it's about balance right i mean that's something we've definitely learned during this course <laughs> so oh gosh yeah <laughs> i filmed my vinyasa flow of my sister today um oh, that's so good thank you no it was really great I've just become so much more confident in my teaching and it's so fun to see uh, yeah. I love I love vinyasa I think vinyasa is my fave um yeah me and Hatha kind of gal <laughs> yeah. oh you are I am so Hatha flow is a bit slower and more meditative mm-hmm. um what so what is it about Hatha that you like I, uh, well, like we were talking about the dosha energy, right? So I'm very Veda and I'm very all over the place, very airy. So like my mind is constantly go, go, go. And yoga for me is like sinking into the present moment to, to move your body and to just be aware of your breath and that it calms me down to like this next level of just like the present moment and meditation. And I just, there's nothing more I adore. So it's so therapeutic to me and versus like a vinyasa flow or like a power flow like I love the fast pace and like I love the more the more energy that's brought into it but for me like I think just like slowing down my mind and coming to that meditative state during hatha is just it it's it resonates with me a lot more I really love that I think it's so true and I think it is something that actually I kind of agree the more I I think the more I practice actually the more I will love hatha because I think I kind of came from a position of being a bit more into that, like getting a sweat on, like training yoga, which I think is a, is a shame because this is what we've kind of learned as well during our courses that in the West, and it's nothing against anyone who loves yoga as a workout, like it's obviously really good for your body, but right. we were learning on this course that, yeah, it's definitely been transformed into kind of this like egocentric, like I want to look good, Western, like training fitness class vibe when actually yeah I I feel so much benefit from the slower flows of really yeah getting into the poses and and breathing and it's really amazing to look at it in that way it's crazy yeah like you said like 
having to hold the poses like at first I like I hated it I was like oh my god I'm gonna die in this pose right now but it, you advance so quickly and you just like learn how your body feels in that moment and it just evolves with you in the practice and like you'll go back to it and be like okay like why was this so hard yesterday and today it's so easy because like you're all of a sudden aware of what movements you should be doing and how you should be breathing and I don't know it's like a shift in your own consciousness and like that little span of time and I just love that yeah I know it's amazing it's so funny though because I remember even with the breathing like I whenever I did yoga before I would be like oh I can do yoga but I never used to focus on the breath at all which is such a shame like and I mean it doesn't matter because now I've I mean where I am now I've I've now really using the breath and it's it makes my practice so much better um, yeah, but yeah, definitely, definitely before I did this course, I was super unaware of how powerful the breath is. You can't even hold a pose unless you're breathing and being completely present. So that awareness is just everything in yoga. And I'm so grateful that there was such a, like a deep understanding of that in our course because oof, we needed that. <laughs> definitely. I think, I don't know if it was Brian or Anjali who said, if you're not breathing, you're not doing yoga or if it was even someone else I think everyone some point that. <laughs> all of them um but it just makes so much sense to me because yeah when you're kind of constricted in a pose and and not breathing and just focusing on like being in a pose yeah it's not it's not what you want to be doing no, it's not you fall over you hurt yourself yeah it's not yeah. a fun time if you're not breathing and it's been so nice actually teaching my family that and like when I play little mini classes with them like really use like because it's a cue for me as well to keep breathing so I'll always kind of come back to it yeah and um and they really love it like they they always say that like focusing on their breathing makes it so much better which is so nice but we've kind of we've kind of been discussing this course but I just wanted to ask you like how did you find yoga like when did yoga come into your life oh that's such a like deep question um are we ready for story time I don't know (laughs) I would love story time. Okay. (laughs) Well, like what we learned in the chorus, I'm just going to break it down really quick. It's kind of like we learned this, this mental, like yoga philosophy way of thinking and then yoga as the asana and like the physical movement. And I hadn't honestly like delved into like the asana practice until maybe two years ago. But I want to say way before that was like, when I was understanding like the yoga philosophy and self-love and unity and what yoga actually stands for minus the physical. It's an amazing journey because I'd say normally people would find maybe the physical first. That's really cool. Yeah, no, I honestly, uh, I was going through a lot in, um, I want to say, how old am I now? I want to say like three years ago. And I basically was at this point in my life where I was stripped of everything that I ever knew and ever inherited and ever was conditioned in my life. Like I grew up with my family and um, I just, I wasn't aligning with the belief system and the way that they were going in their lives. And I was, I was definitely going down my own path and um, I ended up moving away on my own and experiencing life for myself because I I, it just that way of life no longer served me and I was just slowly starting to detach from everything and it's like that saying goes you don't find yoga yoga finds you so when I was slowly just like stripping away everything that I genuinely ever knew and ever thought was just was I found yoga like it it 
it seeped its way into my life in different ways and just like the mindsets and the there would be books that I would pick up that I would just be like oh hey like yeah let's give that a go or like podcasts or people I would see online like speaking in a certain way and I would just kind of gravitate towards them and then I would just ponder and I had to like restart my life completely and my own belief system it was just it became super toxic for me and I didn't know who I was and if I was and why I was here and what I was doing. And it wasn't until I realized that I could create my life in any way that I wanted to. I couldn't stress enough that yoga has saved my life. Just the mental and like the yoga philosophy and the the way of thinking that loving unconditionally and that yoga is unity and peace within yourself and self-love and all of that it just it struck a chord within me that I just had to skydive right into it and ever since that moment I I've been in love with yoga and yeah up until I want to say a couple years ago now I had started practicing it and um, like I said it was more of like a, a mental thing for me so I was I was pulling off like cool like handstands and whatever and I was like I can't nail this pose for like I just I just can't do it And I would have to bring myself into the present moment and be so, so present and start like focusing on my breath. And then that's when I started nailing the poses. When it was when I dropped that idea of like, oh my goodness, I'm going to look so good when I do this headstand. I don't know. That's, that's kind of how it got me here to this course. So. So beautiful how you came to it. It's kind of like it was, yeah, sent to you when it's meant to be sent to you, which is so beautiful. And it's, I couldn't agree more like with some of the poses. I have to visualize myself in headstand now. If I go straight up into it, I will flip over. But if I visualize it and take my time, I will never flip over. It's just so, it's so clear to me how important it is to stay present. And I guess it's the same with anything. Like if you're doing something for the wrong reasons, like to look good or to look a certain way for someone else or something else, that's not when it's going to serve you. And it's, yeah, when you're do- once you're doing it, for the right reasons because it's such a more magical experience no i very much agree yeah <laughs> yeah deep breaths <laughs> <in> that one <laughs> you're doing so great so how did you find the 200 hour teacher training course and was it kind of a moment of oh my god i'm so just i'm gonna do it? or did you like take a week to think about it or yeah so how did you find it oh gosh okay funny enough i actually this was a year ago now, I was really like diving into yoga for the like the first time, like physically into the asanas. And I was like, okay, like I want to do something with this. I want to teach people like how much this actually heals. And um, I, I jumped into YouTube and I was like looking at all of these yoga retreats. And I actually came across Rochelle Fox. Uh, she actually has a sadhana yoga school retreat video. And I watched it and I fell in love with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the school I want to go to. This looks amazing. And then I I researched into the program and it was just like, okay, if I'm going to any retreat, that's going to be this one. And I don't, I genuinely to this day don't know why I felt so called to be at this school, like compared to any other school. So um, I found it a year ago. And that's amazing. Yeah. So when the opportunity came up online, I was like, there's, there's no way I cannot do this. So especially with the state of the world, like my plan was to like go to Bali and, and have an actual 200 hour retreat against the ocean (laughs) but um, that's unfortunately not the case but I think yeah it just this ad popped up and I was like there's no way I have to do this 
it, it couldn't have come at a better time. I love that you found it a year ago. That's just amazing because I didn't have any, all my uni exams have been cancelled because of coronavirus. And I was kind of, I was getting through life, you know, I was doing, I was being fairly productive, but not, not really doing anything of that much use, you know, watching reality TV and, and going going for a walk. (laughs) I don't know if that, if that really counts as being productive. But um, one of my really good friends, Vari, she messaged me um, kind of saying, oh my God, like, I think you could, you could do a teacher qualification. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like you have to kind of be in person, right? Right? Like be like physically present with each other. And she kind of sent me a few of these links and I was super drawn to this one. And I looked into it and I was like, this is just incredible. And so quickly I was like, I'm going to do it. This was like a few days before the course started. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, I did do a little quick, like that night, little scan to see if there were any other courses doing 200 hour teacher trainings. I found a few, but I just didn't feel that kind of pull as much as with yeah. done a yoga school. So it was really, it was really cool. And yeah, since the teachers are just amazing and it's just exactly the kind of course I needed in terms of so holistic. Of course. Yeah. Um, I also just loved all the resources and just having access to them and even like the books they recommend. I think that all the books are so helpful in, in such different ways. I find the Mark Stevens teaching yoga, but I literally like see a paragraph and I want to like note down the whole paragraph because it's so beautiful. <laughs> Everything he says is so helpful. And the same with um, The Secret Power of Yoga, which I've been going on about to literally all my friends. I, I think it's going to be the kind of book I have by my bed for my whole life. I, and that sounds so dramatic. So much. No, it's not dramatic. It resonates. And that's so powerful. It's that kind of book where you read it and everything they say, you're just like, yes, yes, yeah. I agree so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember we were when we were doing our kind of reflections at the end of the course, we were speaking about kind of our intuition and what we wanted to do beyond our teacher training. And you had some such exciting plans. <laughs> um, so please, please do tell. They're much more exciting than my, than my plans. <laughs> Honestly, it's still a work in progress. So I don't, I don't want to be like, Hey, I'm actually doing this like as we speak, but I have reached out to like a sanctuary, like a yoga ashram in like the deep wilderness of BC where they do like an off-grid kind of volunteer program where you go and you experience yoga and you teach and you meditate and you volunteer and you live sustainably and you eat sustainably and organically. And I was planning on going for a month and then feeling it out a little bit later after that. But yeah, that's been like my intuition just tells me like, Tirsa, like you need to go and nothing is going to stand in your way. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I think one of the most powerful things you can do is trust that intuition. Kind of what brought you to yoga was having those really yeah challenging times in your life, but I feel like through that, you've really learned to trust your intuition, which is just amazing. Yeah, you have those feelings for a reason, right? And if you don't follow them, they're just going to keep cycling and cycling and cycling in your life. So might as well just choose it now. (laughs) Definitely, just rip the plaster off. Surrender and trust the process. Yeah. (laughs) So cool. And so what are the main things, I guess, you've taken from the course? Uh, I think, honestly the routine of it for one just I don't think I could go another day in my life without doing yoga or without doing pranayama or meditating we were saying this the other day weren't we and we were just both yeah. like we couldn't we couldn't not do it it is just so ingrained and it's just it's so crazy how uh, literally an hour of yoga and an hour of meditation can just like switch your mental state just like that you know what I mean definitely I think what's been so powerful for me in terms of that routine is the fact that it's not even an obligation. I think that's the key thing. It's not like, I used to kind of be someone who would kind of write a list. And when I was investigating meditation, this would have been like probably five years ago now, quite a long time. I was quite young when I first started uh, looking into meditation. But I I would do it purely to like tick it off my list. And now Mm -hmm. I just don't even think about it like that. I know it, I just know it's so much deeper than that. than just something you need to tick off a list. Exactly, yeah. And it's different when it's something that feels good and you just start doing, it's like eating breakfast. Like it just happens and you're like, okay, now I'm done with that. And it doesn't even phase you and you're just on to the day. And yeah. So I thought it'd be really cool for people who maybe would kind of consider doing a teacher training in the future or just who are a bit more interested in kind of the philosophy about it. What kind of came out of it for you in terms of the philosophical side of it? Well, I mean, just the definition of the word itself, like yoga means unity. You're, you're at one with everything around you, with consciousness itself, with the universe. And like, that is, like, that's so profound to think about. Like, we aren't just these single people walking around, living our life, just doing everything as an individual. We are all connected energy-wise and spiritually even. And it's just that one simple thing, like yoga is unity. Yoga is oneness it just you're connected to everything and everything is connected to you and we are all connected to something greater and just it's so much to think about but it's so profound and that's something that just sticks out to me so much it yeah it's so clear how it's such a equal contribution from both the spiritual the mental and then the physical um which is just so cool and I 
that's definitely something I've taken from it. And that, that comes up, I guess, a lot in the yoga sutras, which we studied. I don't know if you resonated much with the different paths, but I, I'm a, I just, for some reason, always find myself being like thinking of each path. So there's Bhakti yoga, which is yoga of devotion, Yana, which is yoga of intellect, Karma, which is selfless service, and then Raja yoga, which is the eight limb path that we've been looking at. Yes. Um, and if you had to pick one, which would you, which one do you kind of get drawn to when you're, when you're studying? Oh, definitely a Yana Yogi. Like I, yes, I love that. full force into studies and podcasts and documentaries and I've done it all and I've read it all and I've just, I go full force. That's really cool. I, I would definitely say I'm back to, so I'm always drawn to the, yeah, the yoga of devotion my aim in life is to kind of make my life a prayer, make my life a devotion. It's a nice way to kind of consider my actions and just become more conscious. And before I do anything really now, I always consider is this, is this something I can kind of offer up as a prayer? And if it's not, it's probably not something good to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good awareness to have though. Like it all starts with that awareness, right? Definitely, just being more aware. I've absolutely loved learning how to guide meditation. Like something else. It really is. And I find it comes, I think some, it's just different aspects of teaching, isn't it? Because using my words in that way comes so much more naturally to me. Um, yeah. And I love, I love guiding people in the physical movement. But um, yeah, for some reason, like even in Shavasana, like at the end of a, our vinyasa or hatha class, I find that, yeah, how to kind of guide that meditation, I actually love doing chakra meditation as well. Yeah. I tend to focus on, yeah, the third eye or the heart center. And obviously, like, not everyone aligns with their energetic body system, kind of the chakra system, whatever. But even if you don't really align with it, it's such an amazing way to focus and calm the mind. And it's just, I honestly think it's just it's so, so much fun. It's, it's, a, it's like you said, it's, you can visualize it. And it's just, it makes your meditation so much more powerful, I think. But... Yeah, no, definitely. And I've loved, I've always, with it, in terms of the energetic anatomy, I've, even from when I was younger, I was always kind of certain that we had this other body. And like, obviously we have this physical body, which we've got to kind of look after as our like vehicle for life. And yes. yeah, the energetic body is such an amazing thing. And actually you'll love this. You'll love this book. As Rachel said, she'd, um, fingers crossed she's still well. But Rachel, I, I always like, Rachel, can you please come on? Because Rachel... Rachel's one of our teachers and she speaks about energetic and physical anatomy so profoundly and yes. it makes so the way she speaks makes so much sense and it's just yeah it resonates so well I love her I love her so much <laughs> me too she's so cool um but yeah in terms of energetic anatomy did you did you find that you have always kind of been aware of this or did you learn much more deeply about it whilst doing the course well I grew up in a very strict Christian way and um, in no way am I putting that down, but it was just like, you don't really believe in those things when you're so focused on like biblical teachings. So Mm. I didn't really know that you could like store certain energies in certain parts of your bodies and all of that was just a different dimension for me. So my intuition kind of brought me more towards like the different energies in our bodies and like the chakra and like all of that stuff over 
just feeling it when I was younger, I guess, if that makes sense. Like I didn't have the same experience as you did for sure. Mm. But yeah, no, it was a lot. I definitely learned so much and can learn so much more from this course. And um, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's clear, it's clear to me that you're such a free spirit because having grown up in an environment like that, it's just, it's super unheard of that you, at such a young age, um, just kind of, yeah, strip everything away. Like, I know it's really, it's really tough for you to speak about because it's super, it's super deep and very, very intensive. And yeah, like, I'm not afraid of, of opening up about that and talking about like how I got here. And I think if anything, like that's been my journey. That's been what I've been taught. And like, that's how I've experienced life. And if I can inspire other people and help other people understand, like, it's okay to follow your truth. Nothing should get in the way of that. And just, it's okay. And please don't vilify yourself for letting go the things that no longer serve you, you know? And I couldn't stress that enough to people. Like, I think people just live in fear so much. And we just, we tend to go along with other people's lives without even like consciously knowing it. And to have been able at such a young age to realize that I wasn't happy and I wasn't following my truth to finally just be able to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to take my life in my hands and I'm going to just do everything I can in my power to love myself. I, I was blessed to have gone through all of the hardships that I did. And I just, in experiencing all of that, I just want to bring an understanding to people and just help them heal with what they're going through too, because I obviously wouldn't be here if I hadn't gone through those things. And I wouldn't be taking this course today if I hadn't gone through what I had gone through. And I, I genuinely think that I am here to be an advocate for those people who are lost. And I just, I want to hold them and tell them that it's okay. Like, go live your life the way you want to live it without anything stopping you, you know, like let go of everything that doesn't serve you and just send it. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly beautiful. You couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And that's the thing I kind of learned with um, speaking to people, even like on this podcast and obviously just in life as well, is that people, yeah, we all, we go through struggles and those, cha those challenging times at the moment obviously are so, feel so awful and, and just completely not what you think should be happening. And I definitely kind of, I mean, I've spoken to you about it and, and, the, and on our course about kind of how I've experienced physical injury in the body. Um, yes. And yeah, at the time it's horrible and you, and you can't see how that serves a higher purpose and how that serves your higher self. But yeah, you put it beautifully how, yeah, going through those hardships. And obviously we are both still super young and being able to use that now in the rest of our lives is just it's amazing. It's not something that goes away. It's something that builds and builds and builds. And it's so amazing to speak to someone like you about that. It's really fab. I love that. I love that so much. So I always finish these um, podcasts with these three questions. So the first thing is one thing that you do daily to make yourself feel your absolute best. Definitely meditation. Like that's an easy, that's an easy, quick answer. Mine would be the same. Yeah. <laughs> High five, girl. <laughs> Um, definitely though like whether it's sitting down and like fully meditating for 40 minutes or whether it's going outside and just being conscious of like what color the leaves are on the trees or what the sun feels like on your skin 
and just being present, being fully, fully present in that moment, I feel so much more myself when I do. And it's just become this daily ritual and this daily thing. And it's, it's so sacred now because of the meanings that we understand behind it. So I think what's so cool about meditation is that, like you say, you, you can think of meditation as someone kind of as a sitting cross-legged and yeah, just sitting there, which is a fantastic way to meditate. But I think, yeah, making life a meditation, it, that's like our aim, right? Is to make life a meditation and make uh, yeah, exercise, moving meditation, make, make everything meditation. But obviously to be able to do that by practicing that seated meditation, it's super powerful to kind of, yeah, access that place of presence. I love mm-hmm. that so much. Oh, so good. So second question is, a goal you have or a way you would like to grow in the next year? A goal that I had set um, kind of just after the beginning of the year, actually, that has resonated so much with just this year in general, with everything that's been going on is just choosing to respond with love instead of reacting out of fear and stepping into a mindset of acceptance and forgiveness and letting things go without lowering my vibration and projecting negativity out into the universe and if I could just put in three words what this year has meant to me so far is love over fear. So powerful. Not act, not projecting your, yeah, your kind of where you're not loving yourself enough and where you're fearing onto other people. And it's obviously so, so much easier said than done. When someone says something that kind of grates on you, it's so easy to react. But honestly, it's even just having a few experiences where someone says something that you find really difficult not to react to and reacting out of love is honestly so powerful and you realize how much how much it impacts people around you as well it's true though like your vibration literally affects everything around you so you just you got to check in with that and you have to make sure that you are coming from a place of love instead of fear because we don't need more fear in this world guys <laughs> we really don't <laughs> I had written a quote at the beginning of the pandemic that just explained it all. And then yesterday I went back and I read it and I was like, wait, am I talking about like what's going on today? Cause it just, it resonated so much. Like I could read it if you don't mind. The universe is quaking in a desperate attempt to wake us up, to reset how we behave as a society. We need to accept that our current habits and ways of thinking are not functional for humankind. We have the power to put our old ways behind us and uncover the raw beauty of practicing love and unity that we have for so long chosen to ignore. This is our catastrophically beautiful evolution, our universal rebirth. We need to go forward full sprint with an abundance of love for one another, for this earth, and for ourselves. Love needs to be at the center of our adaptability. Fear will only set us back. Love will transcend. We are the answer. We are the cure. The future of this world is in your hands. And for the sake of your family, friends, and our future generations, all of your loved ones, please choose wisely. That's beautiful. My goodness. Yeah. That gave me goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) I just think the universe right now is just trying so, so hard to wake us up. And it has been. And 2020 is just the year where it says, okay, this is enough. Like we are changing whether you like it or not. I actually saw a quote on Instagram and obviously we have kind of discussion about how 2020 is cancelled. 
but um 2020 is the year that that our eyes are opened it's not cancelled it's, it's a really fundamental year for the, the future of humanity that is going exactly. deep but i i do seriously believe that and it's it's time the universe is literally shouting at us that it's time for change i couldn't agree more so oh, final question so do you have a mantra or a quote that you align to in life for positivity and light i 100 percent do <laughs> um it stuck with me for a good year usually like i siphon through quotes pretty quickly but this one just as simple as how rare and beautiful it is to even exist and just in that one sentence like like how lucky are we to just be here one of a trillion bajillion gazillion chances that we are here in this fraction of time that the universe has been here and we get to experience love and light and hardships and everything in between it is just so true and what is yeah what are the chances and it's it's such a gorgeous quote for just aligning in gratitude i think looking at a quote like that every morning just reminds us that even if we are going through yeah hardships which are which are really challenging but it's also they're so healing and yeah we there's always an opportunity to direct gratitude to the fact that we're here today that quote is just lovely actually thank you yeah no it's it's not my own I'm not actually sure who whose it is but it's I live by it it's in my Instagram bio you'll find it there (laughs) I I love that you said kind of like I get three quotes quite quickly because yeah sometimes I'll have like a quote that I love for like a week and then I'll find another one I'll be like actually I like that one more but that's that's really cool that um there's one that's kind of stuck with you it clearly really resonates yes i've honestly loved speaking to you so much it's been so so lovely to connect with you i mean you're in canada it's crazy isn't it it's so and it's been so lovely to get to know you during this course and we'll definitely definitely stay in touch i'm sure of course yeah and as to you thank you for just being you and like holding space for people to like tell their stories and speak their truth and like have a voice and share it to like the whole world like I, I'm so proud of you for opening up a platform to just heal. So thank you, Torzi. <laughs> thank you so much. It's honestly been so great. I loved speaking with Tirsa about the healing potential that yoga has in our lives. Now that I'm qualified, I'm teaching. So please do message me if you want to schedule a class. Have a lovely, lovely day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.